Hey, here we are with episode 14 of Who's Bekistan? Who's Bekistan? Where's Bekistan? Why's Bekistan? Coming at you live from Tashkent, Uzbekistan in the heart of Central Asia. Okay, <clears throat> talking about what I'm excited about, what I'm puzzled by, and how long I plan to stay. Okay, <clears throat> so here is what I am excited about recently. <coughs> Excuse me. So, Tashkent is a city of between 2 and 3 million people. So, compared to where I'm from, I would consider that a large city. And what I keep saying is, this is, how can, this is the smallest town that's a big city you can possibly imagine. I can't imagine what a small town Tashkent is. And it's 2 to 3 million people. And what I'm referring to is, I keep running into people that I know all over town, everywhere, all the time. I'm like, how is that possible? I've lived here two months. I have met a lot of, of foreigners here, a lot of acquaintances. Maybe, I don't know, maybe between, maybe between 50 and 75 people. Ah, that sounds kind of high. Maybe more like 50. Um, but apparently, we just all run in the same circles. So, for example, about two weeks ago, I decided to go to the large shopping mall to look for some winter clothes. And I ran into a man who teaches at an international school here. And he said, oh, I'm meeting so-and-so for lunch. And so, I mean... There's one big shopping mall here in Tashkent that I'm aware of, and I ran into somebody I know, and who was meeting another person I know for lunch, so I was able to rendezvous with them. Uh, I went to the opera, and I ran into a Facebook acquaintance. Uh, maybe about six weeks ago, I did a walking tour, and on the tour, everyone on the tour except for one person lived in Tashkent. We're all foreigners in Tashkent. There was one tourist. Everybody else lived here. And, you know, of that group of maybe, I don't know, 20 or so people, there were two or three people that I knew because they go to Foreigner Trivia every other week. And there were two or three people I knew from Facebook uh, chat groups. I had not met personally, but, you know, knew their name and knew who they were. I'm like, how the heck is that? How do I go on a tour of a city that I've only lived in a couple weeks and know several people on the tour? Uh, yesterday, I was in a restaurant somewhat in my neighborhood, the Lebanese restaurant where I tend to really, really eat a lot because I've got good vegetarian food, and it's very clean. And a young woman overheard me talking, and she yelled out, Hey, are you from the South? I said, yes, I'm from North Carolina. She said, well, I'm from Atlanta. So I said, well, where are you teaching? She said, oh, I'm at La 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 School. I was like, oh, well, do you know La 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 La? And I'm, I'm forgetting all these other examples. But yeah, when someone says, I teach at La 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 La, I've already been able to say, do you know La 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 La? Almost every time because the schools are just that connected. So, Yeah. I'm just really enjoying that. Then, walking home from the Lebanese restaurant, 
I ran into a colleague's of mine wife and then subsequently ran into the colleague. They were out with another couple for a big night on the town. They te- his wife teaches at another school. My school, there's a nice supermarket within about a three-minute walk of the school. So after school was a common time for teachers to pop up to the supermarket. This Friday afternoon, there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven teachers from my school at the supermarket on Friday afternoon at the same time. Um, yeah, and so we just all died laughing about how we're all in the suit, and we ran into a few students. Um, died laughing about how we're all in the supermarket at the same time, and we're just being all loud and slapping each other on the back and laughing, and all the other people in the supermarket had to be like, what is that about? The foreigners have descended upon the supermarket at 4 o'clock on Friday afternoon. So anyway, yes, that how a city this large, I could be running into this many people I know after only having lived here two months. And I'm sure there's other examples I'm forgetting. Moving on. What am I puzzled by? So a common thread in Asian culture is about not losing face and saving face. And I mean, I'm not an expert, but my sense is that that maybe plays out different in different countries and in different regions, but is certainly a common thread. So I have had several incidences at school that I am baffled by, and I'm just trying to figure out what this is about. Is this about saving face? Is this something about the culture here? Is this something about people from wealthy families? I don't know. But it is something I have absolutely never experienced, and I have found it very frustrating, and I absolutely do not know how to diffuse it. So what I'm talking about is when I have had to confront a student, most notably there were maybe two to three of these incidences uh, the first couple weeks of school about being late to class, which in my mind, that means coming in the door after the bell has rung. That's my definition of late. You weren't in the room when the bell rang. Okay? I recognize at my school they have a slightly different meaning of late. But anyway, but before I had really been able to really get the students to understand what the defi- definition of late means, you know, you're at an international school for an international education, this is what late means had a couple incidences where I said, you know, I said, you're late. And the kid just blew up in my face. I'm not late. I'm not late. Why are you marking my late? I was only a minute late. I wasn't late. I was only a minute late. And in addition to the fact their definition of late and my definition of late were different, but the fact that they just immediately rose to such extreme anger so quickly. I mean, I've taught in the ghetto. I've taught tough kids. I have never had children shout me down in this way. And I just had to shout them down right back. So, um, 
Then, uh, about two and a half weeks ago, I sent a progress report home to their parents and noted how many times I had marked them tardy. Well, I want to tell you something. That was an effective strategy because people got on board. And I'm not saying the problem is fully resolved. I'm not saying it couldn't rear its head again. You know, I don't know the trajectory, but I can say this. For the two, past two and a half weeks since I sent that progress report home, I have had virtually no one come late other than first period, and that's their parents' fault. So, but yeah, what is this reaction to just dig their heels in? Similarly, we had our exam this week. And there was a young lady who was just off the chain about it. Just asking me 50 million questions about what was going to be on it. Asking me 50 million questions during the exam. And I had really, previously really liked the student. But her behavior was just really over the top. Um, then I passed back the exams. I thought I marked them very, very fairly. And this young lady got a 99. Now, there was a little curve in that. But, but yeah, I mean, her final score was a 99. Without the curve, I think she would have had a 90. Uh, three or four or something like that. And I allowed some time at the end of class for individual questions. And she gnawed at me relentlessly, aggressively for 10 solid minutes wanting to understand her score. And she wouldn't stop. She was just in my face, very aggressive. I don't understand why you marked that low. What is it that's wrong with it? I don't understand why you marked that low. What is that? 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 And I'm not exaggerating. And I just I just tried to explain. Uh, one section I thought she needed to use a little bit higher level vocabulary. And one section was an essay question, and I thought hers was too short and too simple. And she just wouldn't, I mean, and I only even took off two points, and she just wasn't having it. And, and she said, could I write her out an example of what she should have written? I said, no, it's an opinion question. Your example was too short. We'll be talking about how to properly support your answers uh, with other activities in class later in the semester. But, I mean, it just begged the question, why is she behaving in this aggressive of a manner? I said to her, I'm not changing your score. And she did she did give up that point that she wasn't asking me to change it to 100, but she just kept gnawing on this why, 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 why. And, I mean, my heart is just pounding through my chest. My hands are starting to shake. And what is it about these just strong reactions just digging their heels in over nothing, over nothing? She got a 99. And what I really wanted to say to her is, look, at this point, you have damaged your relationship with me. You've made my job very difficult. This manner of speaking to me it's making me not like you. And having a good relationship with your teacher is much more important than a couple of points on an exam. And it just really upset me and it just really hurt my feelings. Top it off with a, 
an adult who works in the building, and I'm trying not to say her job title, not my boss, but a person who works in a support staff role, also came to me several times this week to gnaw on me. Well, what about this? What about this? What about this? Well, can't you just give them a second chance? Well, what about this? Well, I don't know. Would that just... But they're worried about their grades. They're worried about the grades. Also, just gnawing in my ear and being just very irrational, very separated from reality. And I just don't know what this is about. But I've witnessed it now three times. I don't like it. I don't know what to do about it. It's very upsetting to me to hear someone be this aggressive with me over nothing. So that's what I'm puzzled by. And is it just dig my heels right back in or is it just cave because they're crazy? And I don't, I just, I don't think that's a good strategy either. So that's what I'm puzzled by. Okay, in closing, how long do I plan to stay? Uh, still remains to be seen, but definitely hoping to make it through the end of the school year. Definitely worried about what might be happening in the in the winter weather-wise. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, I've been here two months, hoping for seven months more, and then it remains to be seen after then. So in conclusion, I am excited that a city of two to three million people really is a small town, and I get to run into people all the time, and everyone really is so connected. And I am puzzled by this bizarre behavior of people digging their heels in and trying to bowl me over, over seemingly very simple issues and what to do about it. And hoping to make it through the end of the school year. Okay, thanks for tuning in. Um, please leave a comment or a rating or whatever and share with your friends. And I hope you enjoyed listening. Tune in next time to Who's Bekistan? Learning about life in Tashkent, Uzbekistan, in the heart of Central Asia. Bye-bye.